0: Welcome to Those Who Can Teach, an education podcast with Oliver Furnival. Hello and welcome to episode four of Those Who Can Teach. This is a second podcast in my revision series looking at techniques and products aimed to support students in the preparation for their exams. As teachers, you can use this information and adapt it for your own classes. Otherwise, you could play this podcast directly to your students. Please look back to the start of episode three for an overview of how to use the revision techniques and products. In this episode, I'm going to focus on the revision product of creating presentations, both visual and auditory. Creating presentations is a really useful way of revising, especially if you're an audio-visual learner who gets stimulated by sound and sight. Those who can teach. I'll first discuss creating visual presentations. Before making a presentation, find your notes on the topic and split them up into sections and subsections for the video. This will depend on what you're studying, but it's a good idea to make bite-sized videos around 5 to 10 minutes in length. If, for example, the topic you're studying is Power and Politics in the UK, you can make a separate video for Democracy, Elections, the House of Commons and the House of Lords, or you could do one video encapsulating all of the information in it. This could also depend on whether you want to present the same way for each section of the topic that you're studying. Once you finalize your topic for the video, you need to think about how you'd like to present it. And this will come down to how you best learn and how you best remember. Different ways of presenting for your visual presentation could include making a graph, a chart, a poster, or a mind map. You could either film yourself doing this, and narrating each part of the process, or you could create it and then film afterwards discussing what you've created. You could be making a speech, reading notes, summarising lists or bullet points. As well as your preferred learning style, this will also depend on the subject you're studying. Biology, for example, could have you discussing and highlighting the key points of a picture of a heart. History could have you filming yourself discussing a source and highlighting the origin, purpose, values and limitations of it. While for economics, it could be you using a whiteboard at school or a mini board to draw a graph and explain it. When creating visual presentations, it's a good idea to get a partner to do this for you so that you can concentrate on your presentation rather than have to worry about how it's being filmed and then you can edit it afterwards. If your preferred style is simply listening rather than watching, you could create an audio of the topic you're studying. Here, you could read through the key points. You could read through bullet points and discuss them, or you could write an essay and you could read the essay onto audio and then play it back. Both video and audio presentations can include you asking questions. When listening back, you can pause after hearing a question, and this could be asking you, for example, to write an answer, write an essay. Once you do that, you can press play to hear the correct answer and compare your answer that you've just written to it. Questions could also come into quick fire quizzes or multiple choice questions where you quickly answer, press pause and then press play to see if you've hit the right point. And if not, you know where to focus your revision on. The advent of smartphones make visual and audio presentations easy to make for those lucky enough to have them. This also means that you would have the video on you at all times when you've got your phone. And the big advantage of this is you can play and slash or listen to the video throughout the day. Whether that's travelling to or from school on public transport, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's jogging in the gym or last thing at night laying in bed. It's a really nice idea to create videos with friends in the same class. Going back to the power and politics in the UK example, you and your group could split the videos between you. That means one student could create the video on Parliament, another one could create the video on the first-past-the-post system and so on. When each of you have created your video, you can share them between yourselves. Here, each student only needs to make one video on their own, but then they receive one from each member of the group. So for example, in a group of six, you only have to make one video and you're going to get five back. The same for all of your partners. This helps split up the time it takes to revise the notes and create the video as well as filming it. In the past, I've had whole classes do this where they've split themselves into topics of the course and then subtopics and each student's taken on one of the subtopics and in the end of a class of around, I think it was 22 students, each student made one and then received 21 from their peers. Here it's a really good idea to put the videos onto YouTube. Create a class YouTube channel where everyone can upload their videos which helps the students have them all in the same place. So in summary the outcomes of the videos are that if you're an audio visual learner the presentations will be more suited to you than reading from a book. Presenting information from your textbook and notes means you only have to read them once before turning them into a graph, a set of notes which you then are going to present. As an active learning revision activity you're finding information and you're using it. Here you're taking on the role of the teacher. Teaching and explaining helps us remember. In creating a video, you're transferring it to a style and language that you understand. And working with your friends and classmates means you can split the work among you. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Those Who Can Teach. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Those Who Can Teach with Oliver Furnival. If you have any questions about the topics discussed in this episode or would like to be interviewed in the future, please email those who can teach podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at IBCoordinator underscore and on YouTube at Teaching and Learning. The music is mixed by Kago, artwork is by Chris Mills and the voiceover is me, Victoria Furnival. See you next time.